Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. Take 10 minutes out of the day to walk in nature and pay attention to what's directly in front of you with me, your host, Rachel Wheely, a comedian, a human in the world, walking a cycle path in SW19 and trying to figure out how to be. There are dandelion clocks everywhere, Poddy, so just as far as the eye can see. Kids playing under a horse chestnut tree just inside the chain link fence of the Wimbledon Chase Primary School. Sun beating down on SW19. It's the most beautiful day in the world. Little butterflies uh, sort of flitting around. It's beautiful. Welcome to episode 12, series 27 of Walk the Pod. Some kids playing football in the Wimbledon Chase Primary School, but more interestingly are the other kids who are not playing a game that has already got established rules, uh, worked out hundreds of thousands of years ago, but are making up their own game and are enthusiastically explaining the rules to anyone who will listen. It's very complicated. Uh, You have to listen to the ones who are in charge to find out what's going on. It's a very creative kind of thing to make up a game that doesn't exist at the moment in the playground. It takes a lot of courage and leadership skills, and I salute those small year sevens. Or are they? Well, probably probably year fives or sixes, actually. It being a primary school and all. Come on, Rach. Engage brain. Uh, who are doing that? It's lunchtime. How the devil are you? It's such a beautiful day. I actually got a uh, fruit pastel lolly out of my freezer before I set out. So I've got that. And it's not possible to be stressed or anxious from the day, the morning at work when you're holding a fruit pastel lolly. So all is well with the world. Hope you're having a nice day. I have been uh, looking out the window at my bird feeders all morning. I've had no birds uh, today. And the reason for that is that I've got three birds that come to my um, bird feeders, if you don't count the DGP, which I'm not allowed to call the DGP anymore. Uh, That stands for Dirty Great Pigeon. I'm not allowed to call it the Dirty Great Pigeon anymore because that is bird racism, according to Child One. So I've got three little birds who visit. There's a robin, a blue tit and a coal tit, and they are not visiting anymore because they've eaten the seeds that they like the best. And Child Three has not visited in recent days to top up the bird feeders. When Child Three is here, she tops up the bird feeders uh, like every time a bird visits so I've had to say one top up a day is plenty um, so and I'm obviously not topping them up at the moment so that when she visits later today she'll have the topping up to do because she takes great pleasure in it and then when when the bird feeders are topped up I shall have all the birds back to my yard hopefully more on that tomorrow but today the birds are like now nah, we've had all the good seed out of this and we're not so into the suet pellets with the mealworms inside don't know why just come up come up to the elderflower Let's have a little sniff the elderflower smells absolutely delicious and let me tell you when you're eating a fruit pasta lolly smelling elderflower at the same time is uh 
it's it's quite a sensation potties let me tell you a little robin has just landed in front of me uh, before fluttering up into a tree above and is now looking at me as if to say when are you going to top up your bird feeder huh well i'll do it when child three is here little robin i'm not doing it myself because she likes topping them up so i've got to um got to wait till she's available okay robin's picked up a bug off the floor and is now sitting on top of a fence looking at me with it in her beak it's very small robin and actually sort of just diving around where i am not flying off immediately to a place where i can't see her i'm keeping track of her quite well for once so where are we tuesday isn't it potties um, I've just been uh, doing a big push for a gig I've got next Thursday night trying to get everyone I know to come along to this gig it's at the Royal Geographic Society in central London next Thursday, big oak panelled room we've got a professor of biodiversity coming to give a conservation lecture it's all pretty highbrow stuff and me gluing it all together in a jacket made of towels I don't know whether the Royal Geographic Society has ever hosted somebody wearing a jacket made of towels before but that's what it's going to get next Thursday. Please come along to the Douglas Adams Memorial Lecture, a lecture which has been held with one or two hiatuses every year since Douglas's untimely death in 2001 and has been given by the likes of Professor Brian Cox, Professor Alice Roberts, Baroness Susan Greenfield, Neil Gaiman, Sir Richard Dawkins. Um... And I feel I've forgotten an important person. Mark Carwardine, who wrote uh, Last Chance to See with Douglas, which was, in fact, a conservation uh, book around a, a sort, of, sort of to go with, a companion book to the documentary Last Chance to See that Douglas and Mark did together, in, in which Douglas set eyes on his first real-life rhino. And so the Douglas... Adams Memorial Lecture is hosted by Save the Rhino International, um, of whom Douglas Adams was a founding patron. So if you've ever enjoyed any of Douglas's writings, maybe maybe Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, maybe The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, if you know where your towel is, please come along. If you find me on one of my social medias, um, you will be able to find a link to that gig and if you can't find a link to that gig simply google Douglas Adams Memorial Lecture and you will find it. Okay Rach that's very interesting. Uh, Sir Richard Dawkins and Professor Brian Cox and Baroness Greenfield and uh, Professor Alice Roberts, but who's giving the lecture this year? I hear you cry. Um, Yes, good point. Thank you for raising it. Uh, Okay, so this year, uh, the Douglas Adams Memorial Lecture, 26th of May, Royal Geographic Society, will be given by Professor E.J. Milner Gulland, who is the uh, Professor of Biodiversity at uh, Oxford University, one of 
one of the top conservation scientists in the country uh, and the founder of something called Conservation Optimism, a group which seeks not to be full of doom and gloom about conservation, but to, to be full of hope and optimism for the future, to highlight the things that are being done on the ground by humans to conserve nature and to think that actually if we zoom in and concentrate on that fascinating and inspiring mosaic we can do incredible things together we need not be sitting with our heads in our hands over conservation and I'm a huge advocate of this sort of approach because we can have much much more energy for stuff when we are full of hope and optimism about it Rebecca Solnit said that hope is not simply a passive act. It is an act we break down a door with in an emergency. And uh, putting events like, like this one on allows the conservation message of scientists to get to new audiences and inspire new people to con- contribute to new conservation efforts. So we've got Professor E.J. Milner-Gulland. We've also got zoologist, science communicator, Dr. Faye Clark. Uh, that is a very strong science uh, lineup indeed. And then we have funny people, Angus Duncan and the Story Beast, to uh, keep us all entertained. We have a map room, which is going to be full of Douglas Adams archive items and photographs, curated by Kevin John Davis, who is uh, the archivist of Douglas Adams archives which are in Cambridge and currently pulling together a book which is called 42 the wildly improbable um some things of Douglas Adams writings or something it's uh, is, is the title is something like that I apologize for not being able to remember correctly but Kevin is uh Kevin is curating that collection which will be a book and um and for one night only will be a display, an exhibition, if you like, in the map room at the Royal Geographic Society, which is important because it is also the bar. I'm just trying to work out at the moment whether the bar are interested in my pangalactic gargle blaster recipe, uh, but as as proved at previous Stand Up for Tell days, you really can't drink more than one of those. So I think we'll probably limit the uh, availability of the pangalactic gargle blasters thank you for walking with me dear poddies it's been a beautiful day today and a lovely time tramping along the bike track with you if you would like to come to the douglas adams memorial lecture please find my social media and click on my link tree to find a link to the lecture or just google Douglas Adams Memorial Lecture and you will find it and book a ticket to come and support rhino conservation and the writing of the wonderful Douglas Adams who would have been 70 this year had he not been taken from us too early. Uh, Some people say you know there is no too early. Marcus Aurelius would say there is no too early but in this case I think too early. I hope you'll be able to make it along. Thank you for listening. Thank you for walking with me. Thank you for enjoying this beautiful day in my presence. And I will be back tomorrow.
with episode 13 of Walk the Pod.